Check one, two. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Bobcast. With you as always is Bob, live in the natural lounge, staring at the Ouija board. I'm out here on a Sunday. It's kind of raining. I, I, I had to get here, you know. Uh, I played in the church band today, the worship band. And uh, it was different this time around because we didn't have any rehearsal. We just met up today for the first time, rehearsed the songs at 7.30 in the morning. I uh, was able to get through all of them. We only had to repeat one song, which is just such a blessing. You know what I mean? To like show up and people are rehearsed already. It, it's been uh, it's been great. So I tried out my new bass, this Jackson, like a, it's almost like a, uh, like an Ernie Ball style, like riff, like fretboard, excuse me. So I can slap on it and I can really get a lot of like uh signal out of it. Like it just feels it feels funky, if you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I feel funky when I'm playing there. And uh, I had a I had a mess up in the first set. Let's talk about that because I love to talk about, you know, my most vulnerable states. So a couple of things I learned today. One, when I look out into the crowd and I start to make eye contact with people, it's very easy to get caught up in the emotions and lose your spot. That happened. And then the other one is... Um, dude, okay, so I'll just tell you what happened. So the first two songs were amazing at the nine o'clock set. And uh, it gets to the third song, or excuse me, this was the second song. So it's the middle of it all. And the ending, it just does this weird thing. Some of these worship songs, they'll like end with like course one B mixed with the bridge to the ending to the tag. There's so much stuff going on. And the other thing that really, I think for me, personally is that lots of the songs include the same chords whereas with downtown harvest like each song was like in a totally different chord key you know what i'm saying like man of mystery was in b whereas rubber band song was in a and the song had that feeling and it never really repeated uh riffs within the song the songs that we play they love to do this like like um how do i explain it for a non-musician they'd love to do this like I guess it's like a pre-course. It's like this like walk up. I don't know how to explain it to the non-musician. It just gets confusing, right? So I get to the part. I'm confused. I don't know where I'm at. And uh, I, I, I panic. And uh, I've mentioned this before. That type of sweat. I don't care how many miles you hike out here, how far you run out here, how much weight you lift, how much cardio you do inside of a gym. And I'm talking for me personally here, not you. There is no sweat compared to flop sweat when you're up on stage in front of everybody and you're messing up okay so let's talk about that i could not find my place in the song and like i'm trying to find my place in the song but they're still playing on and we just crushed it like a half hour ago at the practice but i just i couldn't find it you know so i just you know pretended like i was playing you know and then i found my spot again and came back in and uh, i fell off my horse you know what i mean like as a musician if you're out there you understand what i'm talking about it's like when you mess up, you can't get, I, for me, I can't get out of my head. Like, I'm just like, ah, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I messed up like that. But you know what? It don't matter, dude. Because if it, if you look like you're having a good time, and if you look like you know what you're doing, you're in the clear, dude. You know what I mean? You're in the clear. Never fear. You know, Jesus is near. He'll protect you. You know, so, you know, I, I beat myself up about it. We went downstairs. Apparently, other people were messing up, too, so it's no big deal, you know, and I'm getting better at, like, just accepting it, you know? And, you know, for the fact that we didn't even rehearse, like, prior to the engagement, 
got back on stage, crushed the second song, crushed it, the, the finale song, excuse me. And uh, I'm playing with this guy, Carter. And Carter and I, every now and then, we'll hit these moments together that are like, reminds me of like moments in my youth, like on stage to a sold out World Cafe Live, like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, it's like, you're not even like playing music at that point. You are creating something that is filling the room with collective energy from high above. You know what I mean? Like, and you are just in it, you know, we had that maybe once or twice this morning. And, oh, it's addictive, man. It's so addictive. It's so addictive because it's like, I had tastes, tastes of this in my twenties and early thirties. And then I had expired my <laughs> my card of uh socialization you know what i mean i was I, I i'm out here all the time alone now you know like i'm happy that tomorrow i will have a guest on the show there will be a guest for the 400th episode of the podcast i'm stoked about that you know what i mean we made it you know what i mean my friend mickey jokes with me all the time he's like you got the most successful long withstanding non-successful podcast <laughs> I'm grateful for it. I'm thankful for all the listeners. Um, would I do things differently? Probably. I mean, I would call it something different than the Bobcast. One, because my ego isn't in command anymore. And two, there's quite a bit of Bobcasts. I want to thank my friend. Uh... Hold on a sec. My wife's te texting me. You're going to have to deal with it. Why? Just write back these coordinates. I get, she's a, <laughs> sorry, everybody. It's the longest pause ever on Bobcast history, but you got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? So here I am. I'm back. Right. And the cool thing is you go downstairs, you chat about it. You're like, eh, I don't know if I felt too good on that one. Then you, you correct your mistakes. Cause guess what, dude, in 30 minutes, you get to get up there and do it again. So my wife comes to the 11 o'clock and I want to, uh, I want to bring it. You know what I mean? I want to bring it because, uh, I want to correct my mistakes, right? And I also, I'm loving the room. The room is, I mean, the first set was, the first sermon was packed. And then the second set, it start, started off like nobody was in there. And then, boom, dude, by like the first songs, like chorus, everybody's in the room, right? And uh, I made some more eye contact. I didn't mess up this time at all. Oh, my God. I almost fell, dude. Oh. <laughs> Yo, I'm alive. I hope you all heard that slip. So yeah, we crushed it in the second set, you know what I mean? Just ripped it apart, dude. Like, ah, God, I'm so thankful for it that it's back in my life, you know? And uh, I'm doing something that's like community-based. I'll tell you one thing too, when like I got headphones on and like when you can hear through the headphones, people singing at the top of their lungs, the songs that you practice due diligently for the week, there ain't no greater feeling to it, man. I tell you, it's so good. It's so good. And I'm just super appreciative that Steve and the band, you know, he he saw something in me and, you know, brought me in. In the beginning, I didn't know if it was going to work because I hadn't done it in so long. And today was a special day where people from the, the community, the storehouse church community came up on stage or excuse me not exactly on stage in the pit and they had a microphone and they would talk about these things and 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 like how like they were led to jesus and how they were led back to god in their life 
Many of the people shared stories that I could relate to, suffering from depression, anxiety, PTSD. And, you know, I was just sitting there in the first sermon. I went to, I always go and sit and listen to it, you know, because it's like, it's kind of cool when you like watch somebody do their thing a second time. And what I mean by that is like, you know, I'm a musician, right? So it's like, I appreciate, you know, watching somebody do something twice because it's like you get to see like what they're doing, you know, like how they're improving upon their craft. And today, members of the community did just that. I'm putting it down for a sec. God, tie my shoe. But I'm still here. I'm still here out here in the woods. Yeah? So my shoe's been coming untied a lot lately. I don't know what that's about, but, you know, you got to deal with the things that you got to deal with. Huh? So people get up. They're talking. You know what I mean? They're, they're shedding tears. They're, they're being vulnerable, okay? And I've been vulnerable with you on this show, and I know that that vulnerability, that part of you that allows you to just um, let go of like the chains that bind you by, you know what I'm saying? Like they bind you and like you don't have to like, you know, hold on to those chains. You know what I mean? You could break f f through f from them. And this one guy, his name's Mike and his... um message today man was just i mean he's like i used to come up in here and huff and puff thinking god's not for me jesus is not for me you know this is nice and all but you know i can't wait to get out of here and like as he's like saying the story i'm just like nodding my head and i'm like that that's my story you know what i mean like and it's so wild how so many of us share the same type of thing being hurt and then being brought back to you know being restored at Storehouse Church, you know? I was super thankful for it, you know? And I, I really want to express it through the music when I was playing my bass. And uh, yeah, I felt like I ripped it today. And I felt like my whole the whole band ripped it, you know? We were just feeling the, the presence of the Lord, you know what I mean? In the place where, you know what I mean? Like, you can't really get any any better than that. How's it all? How you doing? Good? You good? I like those glasses, man. Watch out now. So uh, a bunch of people, I was probably going to get them on the show real quick, but they looked like they were about to do something bad. I don't know how to describe it, but their vibe was completely there off. We're down here at Bell's Mills, and um, there's a guy fishing right in the middle of the bridge. And I wonder if he's going to catch anything. Maybe I can like manifest it for him, because if I pray for that fish to take his line, that would be a miracle. Some people shared stories of miracles today. This woman, Fanny, who I've played in the band with and attended a couple of group sessions with, uh, the Bible studies, she was talking about how uh, her son, Francisco, was five and a half. She, she had her son at just five and a half months. He was a preemie. And uh, they told him that the doctors told her that, you know, he would be severely handicapped, would perhaps have like, you know, several key issues with health related things that could you know shorten their life a whole bunch of bad news basically and like fanny being fanny she prayed on it you know hard and when she prayed on it hard she definitely some i don't even get the whole story but somehow or another like i've known this guy for a couple like months now and like the dude is just electric you know what i mean he's alive man grounded individual smells real good too like i don't know what cologne that is but What's up, man? Catch anything? Nah. I, what's that? Testing the waters? Have you ever caught anything up in here? 
once or twice, nothing major. It, yep. it do be a lot of fish on this, this, this bridge here. My name's Bob. I do like a podcast down here. Um, I like your GoPro you got in your hat right there. Can I ask you a question on the tape real quick? Sure. What's your first name? George. George, what brings you out to this spot on a Sunday? Uh, hoping to get a hold of some fish. What are you going to do with them fish? Uh, today, probably catch and release, depending on what it is. So, okay, so the catch and release thing. You So you're out here, so it's a sporting type activity, but at the same time, do you feel like it has any spiritual like elements to it? Spiritual? Uh, no, other than uh, relaxing mind. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it relaxes your mind. It takes things off. It's better than smoking cigarettes, you know yeah, what I mean? It takes the edge off before the football game today. I know, man. I see you're decked <laughs> out in green, too. Yeah, man, the birds. We're going to win, dude. We're going to win right now. All right? We will, George. God bless you. Have a good day. My name's Bob. How are you? Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's me, Bob. I'm doing, like, a different walk today. I'm walking a different trail that we just came from the back end of Bells. I've never really walked up this street before and looked up at the hill. It's beautiful. Hey. So here we are back at the trail. I usually don't podcast up on this trail because people give you strange looks when you got a microphone on. It's just how it goes, you know? But, you know, what are you going to do about it? But yeah, dude, feeling the vibes today in that post, just post beautiful world of uh, being a musician and a worship band. It's wild. Super thankful for it. I'm super thankful for all y'all. And uh, I'm pleased to announce that this week you will hear the 400th episode of the Bobcast. Can't believe we're still at it 10 years later. With that being said, my name is Robert Patrick James Cahill. And this has been another episode of the Bobcast. <laughs>